Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Joe Pesci. And you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Right, Bobby? Right, Joe. You better catch him while you can. Because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry, a little bit, that's all. So be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. You should, because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry, that's all, a little bit. The Kimmer was married by a judge. He should have asked for a jury. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Moly, is that loud? Wow. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Woo! No, everything's fine. I, uh, holy mackerel. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun coming in and seeing what's working properly. All right. <laughs> it's only me, 1205. Look out, it's The Kimmer. On News Radio 1067 with Simon and Garfunkel. In 1969, Mrs. Robinson, Song and Record of the Year at the Grammys. Coo 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 choo, baby. <laughs> Look out. Yes, he. Oh, you said Jesus. Uh uh. Yes, and Andrew Young, former mayor and congressman, a U.N. ambassador, diplomat, civil rights activist, Atlantan. Andrew Young is 83 today. Happy birthday, Andy Young. I remember when I first came here in 72, it was Hosea Williams was the troublemaker. He was the raffle rouser. How am I going to get around? Mata? <laughs> and Andy Young and Ralph David Abernathy. He always scared me. He he uh, he just had a look about him that he that, that you didn't want to cross him. I, I don't. I, I shouldn't. I mean, I don't. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm just. He was he was kind of scary to me. He was. He just seemed like a scary fellow. Uh, on the other hand, Andy Young was the peacemaker. He was the, the cajoler. He was the guy. That, no, no, everything's fine. We'll get this all together. And and, and it was pretty cool. That what the dynamics of this city in night in the early 1970s. Holy moly. Anyway, sorry you missed it. Look out, 12.06. It's only the camera. Here we go. A couple of quick birthdays. Actor John Provost, the original kid in the TV show Lassie. It was not Timmy. Did you ever see Lassie, John Boy? You're a millennial. You ever watch the TV? You know what the TV show Lassie is, right? Oh, yeah, know. You know the theory and the dog and stuff. And and who's uh, who's the kid in the movie Lassie? Who's Lassie's owner, the kid? I think it's Timmy. Look. Timmy, well, the blind guy, right? Well. No, wrong, actually. John Provost was the first, and his name was Jeff. 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 So Jeff, and, uh, Jeff was the kid, and he had a, his friend, his buddy was Porky, and they used to have a, 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 a cry, a call to meet each other. When they wanted to get together, one of them would go, Iaki, Iaki. <laughs> I'm not making that up. <laughs> anyway, uh, you had to be there. 1207. Well, it's almost over. <laughs> Keep doing this till three. I'll be all right. Anyway, we got news breaking lines coming up today here on the Old Kimber program, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. Doctor. Also, we got a bunch of this. This is really going to be it. We're going to have a little fun today. Now, obviously, we have the shooting in Ferguson. 
and uh, a terrible situation of what happened. But all you cop haters are rejoicing today. So at least uh, some members of our community around across America are celebrating and rejoicing. In fact, shall I do this now? I, I was going to save this for later, but we just got this in. Here's uh, We have a statement from Eric Holder, the Attorney General. Uh, it's 12.07, and I got all your calls and all your stuff, but this, uh, this is the Ferguson case. Two cops shot last night in Ferguson. Uh, here's a statement from Eric Holder on the shooting. Once again, we are witnessing, this is a quote, once again, we are witnessing a slow uh, show of force of police violence against a group of individual activists during a peaceful protest. Even though we have proven Ferguson, Missouri, is the most racist town in America, there is still no excuse for these jackbooted brown shirt thugs to rip through a peace-loving community with their batons of hate. We have it on good authority with eyewitness accounts from law-abiding citizens like Big Daddy Ray Ray, <laughs> Little Boo Booty Jang, Cinnamon Lachey and community organizer Boom Shakadua that police were clubbing innocent black children like they were South Pole baby seals. This despicable behavior cannot be tolerated, and even peace-loving, law-abiding Americans have to stand up for their rights against the devils in blue. And that's whether it's because the killer cops among us are deliberately handing out tickets to harmless black Americans just because they have trouble abiding by the white man's traffic laws. Last night's latest example of police overreaction against God-fearing families was predictable. And another reason why, like our president and first lady, I'm ashamed of my country. I pledge till my dying day I'll work tirelessly to incorporate more of the tenets of Islam to finally eradicate violent racist tendencies from police officers everywhere. And as always, I leave you with our rallying cry, hands up, don't shoot. Respectfully, Eric Hussein Holder, Attorney General of the United States. Well, now, see, he's taking this very seriously. He's finally getting to the bottom of all this uh, racist violence by the cops. So, you know, it's about time. Clean this place up, pally boy. 12.09, and we celebrate one of the great movies of all time. Maybe, I, I think it's the Pope's favorite, second favorite movie. The Pope's favorite movie is Caddyshack. His second favorite movie is this one. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Yes, it's been 35 years. 35 years this spring. And they're going to have a comedy festival in Nashville next month. And, of course, this will be one of the key uh, offerings at the comedy festival of film in Nashville next month. Um, you may not have known that Leslie Nielsen was not really the original choice to play the role he played. And by the way, if you don't know this, Leslie Nielsen was a very serious stage actor. He, oh, he was a, he was not a comedian in any way, shape, or form. He didn't even want to do the movie. Uh, Leslie Nielsen was not the first choice. The, he was the third choice. Robert Stack, according to the to the to Zucker, who uh, directed it, the brothers. Robert Stack was the first choice. We met with Jack Webb to play the Lloyd Bridges part, and thought Charlton Heston would be great for the Peter Graves part, or Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. From the FBI. Uh, there were bigger names, though. They got the right people. Leslie was the last person cast and the least well-known. Uh, he said the dire casting director was going nuts because he was supposed to cast a comedy, but they kept bringing guys like Robert Stack, Peter Graves, and Lloyd Bridges, who were not comedians. They were serious <laughs> actors. And these are stage actors, you know, trained stage actors. Uh, Peter Graves also did not want to play the bumbling, aspiring pedophile pilot. He was reluctant to say things like, uh, well, let's see, he was reluctant to say this. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir, I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? Do you want me to check the weather, Clarence? <laughs> no, why don't you take care of it? Joey, you ever hang around the gymnasium? You like movies about gladiators? <laughs> he 
did not want to do that line. He, in fact, he said, quote, the Peter Graves, quote, this is the most disgusting piece of garbage I've ever read. <laughs> and his wife and daughter read the script, and they were rolling on the floor laughing. And they said, Dad, you've got to do it. You've got to do this role. Now, again, Peter Graves was a very serious actor. I mean, his brother's James Arness, who played Gunsmoke, Matt, Matt Dillon. Anyway, Peter Graves, <laughs> they talked him into it. Uh, and they and Lloyd Bridges had a horrible problem trying to make sense of all the dialogue, the things he kept saying, which were you know pretty goofy. Uh, I picked a bad day to give up amphetamine, you know stuff like that. And Lloyd Bridges, he, he said, I don't get this at all. And Robert Stack said, For God's sakes, just keep talking, read the words, and you'll get it. And finally, he did, and they made the movie. But it was, you know, I mean, can you imagine the what a hodgepodge of weird stuff that must have been to put together one of the great comedy movies of all time, Airplane, thirty-five years ago. Uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, anniversary. All right, twelve twelve. It's only the camera on News Radio one zero six seven. I close my eyes and I dream of something quite astonishingly different. Uh, I don't think we need you in the room, sir. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. Uh, Hi, I'm Arnold Palmer, (laughs) and this portion of (laughs) the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by the new (laughs) Tiger Woods Restaurant. restaurant. Be sure to try the club sandwich with a side order of teeth. (laughs) And now, here's your host, for the time being, Kim Peterson. (laughs) Are you a golfer or someone who plays at the game of golf? God bless you. He's the reason I play golf. Arnold Palmer's the reason he's the king. He'll be, always be number one. Always, always. Jack Nicholas and Bobby Jones, the two greatest golfers of all time. And Arnold Palmer will always be the king. That's the way it is, and it's not changing. All right, 1218, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer with the Jackson 5. Look out. <laughs> yeah, remember when Michael Jackson was a small black child? Turn himself into a white woman. An incredible story here in America. Marlon Jackson of the Jacksons is 58 today. A couple other birthdays. Uh, Kendall Applegate, the actress from Desperate Housewives. Uh, Kendall Applegate is 16, so she's somebody's daughter, obviously. I haven't watched the show in years. I saw the first year of it. Desperate Housewives. I saw the first year, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was... Of course, I was married to my final wife, so you know that, that's who determines what TV programs are on. But, uh, but I, but I did enjoy it, uh, and then I lost interest, and I haven't seen it in years. I'm uh, not a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> Sorry, my darling. <laughs> I realize I only said I love you 14 times instead of 17. So, you know, I clearly don't love you as much as I did the other day when you were counting. I. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, really. I... <laughs> <laughs> Kendall Applegate just read at 16, and uh, Sam Levine from Freaks and Geeks is 33 today. There you go. All right, look out. It's only me, 1219 News Radio 1067, 844 uh, Let's get this. Uh, Mary Alice is on News Radio 1067. Hello, Mary Alice. Hello. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Very well, thanks. What's Listen up? to your show all the time. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but I did I did catch a mistake while ago when you were talking about Lassie uh-huh. and the original little boy. Yeah. The one that played Jeff was named Tommy Reddick. The last name is Oh R-E- my god, you're right. Tommy Redding. Tommy Redding uh-huh. played Jeff. Yeah, uh-huh. John Provost John was a little Provost blonde played- You're right. You're absolutely right. right. Yeah. Timmy, yeah. You're okay. Absolutely all right. right. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, she's absolutely right. I can't, I can't believe you're disseminating such 
wrong information over there. Oh, you have more information for me? I'm just I'm, I'm trying to make a mistake here. <laughs> By the way, um, Eric Holder's now released a list of his emails. I don't know whether you heard about some of these, but Eric Holder's email. I got news mailing coming up here in just a second. Um, Eric Holder, as along with Hillary and other people, have a bunch of, of email aliases. For example, uh, some of Eric Holder's email nicknames, crunkkeeper.com, whitedoublefighter.gov, tupacdeadforsure.org, blueeyesdie.com, slashthepaleface.gov, whatitis.com, mexicangunlord.org, crispychristian.gov, and alienelengonzalez.org. Just a few of the email nicknames from our friend Eric Holder, the attorney. Hey, wait, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Gimmer, you know who I am. <laughs> Apparently, John Boy doesn't, but you know who <laughs> no, I we am. We know who you are now, sir. It's... <laughs> Heisenberg. <laughs> I'm not in danger, John Boy. That podcast is in danger. If you don't... <laughs> <laughs> and you're making news, Mr. Walter White, here from uh, Breaking Bad. You know, they're copying your little pizza stunt, apparently, in Albuquerque. Oh, Vince Gilligan's furious. People keep throwing pizzas on the roof of my old house in Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. I don't even live there anymore. It's downright dangerous, Kimmer. It's I mean, dangerous? Really? Well, Nancy Grace keeps showing up trying to shimmy up to the roof. She can hurt herself. You know what I mean? I mean, these fans, they just get carried away, Kimmer. Yes, they do. I cannot tell you yes, the sir. number of times some crazy fan has snuck into Kurt Cobain's old house and put a pizza on the ceiling, and I have no idea. No! <laughs> just for the memories. <laughs> oh, my Why they God. would do such a thing, you know? <laughs> what is that? Anchovies? Come on. <laughs> oh, by the way, congratulations on the new sponsor. Oh, new sponsor? Yeah, this portion of the Kim Peterson show yeah. is brought to you by Dial Soap. It's what Eric Holder uses when he gets blood on his hands. <laughs> Next time you cause a cop shooting, reach for dial soap. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Eric Holder. Well, I guess I can't do any of my uh, aliases because everyone, right? What is every? I guess every alias. Uh, well, we've done every single alias that has ever been known to be done by man for Eric Holder. There's no other aliases left. That's every you single one. You are wrong I... again, oh bituminous breath. <laughs> I am wrong again. You mean there are more? I there, there are more. I can't believe it. Is Doc here tonight? <laughs> Eric Holder also goes by Murder Insider at StirUpRacialTension.net. You did not know that. It was not on your list. It's not on my list. <laughs> oh, barnacle breath. <laughs> Gunrunner at ourmexicandrugdealers.com. You did not have that one. I did not one. have that one. <laughs> Our crack staff has also found some Hillary Clinton aliases. Oh, Hillary's, eh, really? Thunder Thighs at Hungry Hippo U.S. was not on your list. <laughs> Illegitimate Child Bearer at webhubble.com. <laughs> <laughs> And one alias I really don't understand, oh great one. Yes, sir. Good morning, ladies at sorrycharlie.net. <laughs> what exactly does that mean? Good morning, ladies. You know, I had no idea, Kimmer, that uh, Hillary was such a fan of Australian beer. Australian beer? I, I didn't hear... Well, I heard she's been known to knock down a foster or two. <laughs> <laughs> 
great to be on the show. Thank you so much, Walter White. Walter White. Right here. You know who I am, but John Boy has no idea. (laughs) Well, you ought to be on the podcast. Well, there wasn't time. I had to mention his own name four times. It wasn't time to squeeze me in, you know. But I'm not bitter. No, not too bitter. Walter White right here. Heisenberg. Oh, my goodness. Look out now. Yeah, it's true. We're not making this up. Apparently, uh, Vince Gilligan was talking with some fans about his new show, Better Call Saul, uh, doing a podcast, and people were wondering about what the results of some of the things that happened in the movie in the TV series Breaking Bad. And he said, lately, the, there's a woman who lives in the house that was used as, as Breaking Bad Walter White's house. It's an actual house. And a lady lives there. I mean, in real life, it's her house. But what's happening is uh, the owner says people are wandering onto her property, and then she comes out to say, uh, you're on my private property. I actually live here. They start getting really nasty with her and getting rude with her. And the late, the late, latest trick, they show up with pizzas and throw them on the roof. <laughs> After the scene from when Walter White got mad at his skanky wife who hated everybody, including him, and he threw the pizza up on the roof and it stayed there for a while. Well, now people are doing it to this lady's house. She lives there. It's a real house. <laughs> anyway, uh, she got to love it. Also, by the way, I mentioned this is the 35th anniversary of Airplane. It's the 40th anniversary coming up very quickly uh, to Monty Python's The Holy Grail. Monty oh. Python and The Holy Grail. And, uh, in fact, we have some, some few cuts. We'll play, and some information about that as well, too. That was uh, That was 40 years ago, and it was a little more, I mean, Airplane, everybody knows Airplane. I think everybody's probably seen or heard and heard the lines from Airplane. The Monty Python and the Holy Grail was is probably a little more highbrow, a little more. Uh, well, what I mean, it's it, it it's, had to be an anglophile. You had to really be in. You had it. to kind of yeah. I mean, it was different, but it it changed comedy. Oh, it did. They it were did. Like the Marx Brothers, it changed yeah. comedy, and and they led to all kinds of other series, not only in England but also in America. And movies, the fish called Wanda. I mean, these guys showed up in movies for and still do have forever and ever. Uh, oh, it's Brett the truck driver, News Radio one zero six seven. Hello, Brett. Hello, camera. Hey, what's going on, man? Good much. Hey, I'll throw this idea at you. All uh, right, then. You, you know that Texas has an open carry law, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice for for Georgia to have it? Uh, I think. Well, we do. If you have a if you have a concealed weapons permit, you can carry an open weapon. I believe. No, I'm talking about out like on the. The old West style on the side, you know. Where, but yeah, that's true. I'd be. I like it. I like. It. I think if you if I think if you see people wearing guns. Chances are you're going to pay a little more attention to your surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. Just a thought. All right, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. Also, there's, we heard today about a new study at the Mayo Clinic, a new class of drugs which can reduce the effects of aging. Okay, how long do you want to live? 300 years? Imagine being on one job for 300 years. Wow. What do they give you when you retire from that? A building? Uh, 1227 with the camera right here. This is Jerry Seinfeld. And why are you listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show? Don't forget, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. So don't forget to miss it. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charnak <laughs> the Magnificent. Charnak, and yes. this portion of our show is brought yes, to you sir. by yes, sir, yes. Haynes Boxer Briefs and Senator Lindsey Graham. Haynes Boxer Briefs and Senator Lindsey Graham. <laughs> name two things that make you feel good all under. <laughs> and now here's your host, Mr. Charlton Heston. Well, you're so close, sir. Very, very close. 
Yes, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. The old Peterson program. 1234, News Radio 106.7. Uh, ladies' choice. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait your turn, man. <laughs> yes, this is the hideous John Lennon, who on this day in 1974 got into a fist fight with a photographer outside a club in Los Angeles. John Lennon and his buddy Harry Nielsen were heckling the comedian Tommy Smothers. <laughs> At the time, outside a nightclub, John Lennon and Harry Nielsen were heckling Tommy Smothers from the Smothers Brothers doing a routine, so they got kicked out of the club. And when they got kicked out of the nightclub, he got into a fight with a photographer who was taking his picture in 1974. John Lennon. Old Mr. Tough Guy Fisticuffs right here. A couple of birthdays, speaking of old TV shows, Barbara Feldon. You know that name, John Boy? No, not at all. Barbara Feldon is Agent 99 from Get Smart, the old TV show Get Smart. She's 82 today, but you've never heard of that. No. Missed it by that much. <laughs> Would you believe? <laughs> anyway, uh, also Titus Welliver from Deadwood and Brooklyn South is 54 today. It's a couple of birthdays. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only camera. 1235. Uh, News Radio 1067 844 I didn't really have to plan this as doing it as a topic or anything, but uh, it, it caught my eye. I just found that out this morning. Mayo Clinic's done a study. They've used a new class of drugs in mice, which also included some human cells in the study. And apparently, these two drugs suspend or reduce the effects of aging. It, uh, there are zombie-like cells that damage healthy cell neighbors and contribute to getting old, relating to old diseases. Uh, and, and they hang on in a suspended state. The damaged cells and tissues around them in the body accumulate over time. And if you can get rid of those, then it, it stops the aging process. And uh, things like uh, chronic ailments, uh, heart disease and osteoporosis, Alzheimer's, things like that can be postponed or possibly eliminated by getting rid of the bad drugs that cause aging in the human body. But the question is, and, and this is this is going to happen, I mean, between the cells that change the aging enzymes in the body and replacement body parts, I mean, you can get heart, lungs, liver, kidney, I mean, you can get pretty much everything replaced in your body except your brain. Gallbladder? Gallbladder? You got one of those coming out in a minute. Uh, except for the brain. And so the question is, with all this happening and now the new cell studies, which works, stopping aging, how long do you think you're going to live? I'll bet you in 100 years, 100 years from now, uh, the life expectancy will be 200 or 300. Now, th then what are we going to do? Can you imagine being in a society where you can live to be 300, 400 years old? I mean... What are you going to do for jobs? I mean, how, you going to stay on the same job as some assembly line for three hundred years? I'm sure. They, they <laughs> how many family? How many children are you going to have? I mean, you have you couldn't be able to populate. They'd have to sterilize half the people. Don't worry, the head of the caliphate will handle all. Oh, of that's that. right too. I don't know what Iris's <laughs> friends are planning, so <laughs> they'll be picking out the ones that they want to survive, so we shouldn't have to worry. Thank God. Thank Pete. See, I think I take the worry completely off me now. I don't have to worry about whether what what I would do in two hundred years. So that's. <laughs> That's really great. And I'll bet you uh, cop haters are just loving this today. The two cops got shot in Ferguson, Missouri last night. And now, apparently, right at this minute, there's, uh, they're surrounding a house in Ferguson. Last we heard, there was they, uh, they think they found the house where the shots came from at the, uh, that shot the two cops last night. Both are alive and looks like they'll make it. But two cops got shot last night. 
during another so-called peaceful protest in Ferguson, Missouri. And you can blame Putty Tat, the President of the United States, the conscientious objector of the White House, and you can blame Eric Holder. Inflaming the anti-cop, hate-the-white-man, racist attitudes of the dividers in Ferguson, Missouri. And they're going to say, oh, it's, it's the peaceful members of Ferguson, Missouri, aren't the ones just the outside trouble? No, let's, let's be honest here. I mean, you know exactly what we're talking about. And, uh, you know, Eric Holder is deliberately, and Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson are all to blame. And that scuzzbag deadbeat who pretended to be uh, Michael Brown's father, stepfather, he's not his stepfather, he's sleeping with his mother. And his, the mother who never raised him, the mother who was such a loser that the grandma had to raise Michael Brown to be a would-be cop killer, gangster. You can, play, you can, you can uh, credit the grandmother for raising a would-be cop killer gangster, not the mommy. And they're there. In fact, remember the mommy beat up the grandmother because the grandmother was making money selling T-shirts. Yep. No, remember, yep. Michael Brown's mother had the grandmother beat up because she was making money off of T-shirts. I mean, this is what we're dealing with in Ferguson, Missouri, and it's the white cops' racism that's a problem. My God! And now they're celebrating because two cops got shot. And then you'll have some spokesman saying, "Well, th- this is not representative of the of the peace-loving people of Ferguson, Missouri." Please. And you know what they were protesting? They were they were celebrating the police chief quitting, which is what they wanted from the beginning. So he finally quit, and they celebrated by shooting two cops. I don't. I can't explain it. I don't know what the hell you tell your kids. I mean, this is just it's just absolutely outrageous. I mean, abs- completely, absolutely outrageous. And, and the cop. I mean, what are they, you know? What, what are the cops supposed to do? Cops can't figure out any of this stuff. Uh, but it's happening. The uh, police chief of the county uh, police department. Is a guy who uh, was has been there all night long, and he says uh, this is uh, well. Here, here's exactly what he says. We have uh, had an occasion to be involved in uh, many of the events in Ferguson uh, since the uh, since Michael Brown was killed, and I think we've been very fortunate as we've moved forward not to have similar instances like this happen to us. So, but I have said all along that we cannot sustain this forever without problems. And you, you have to realize that when you let protesters get away with whatever they want to get away with because you're afraid of overreacting, this is what happens. Time to crack down. I mean, you can't, this is just unconscionable. You can't keep doing this. It's not, you, you can't survive this way. That's not what community... Oh, sweetness bell, sweetness bell. All right, all right, this is the true story. True story. Man and a woman... Oh, just hold on. Let's just get the right mood here. Hold on one second. No, no, I, I, I'll be right here. Okay. A man and a woman sitting beside each other in the first-class section of an airplane. The woman sneezed, took out a tissue, gently wiped her nose, and visibly shuddered for 10 to 15 seconds. The man went back to his reading. A few minutes later, the woman sneezed again, took a tissue, wiped her nose, and shuddered violently once more. Assuming the woman has a cold, the man was still curious about the shuddering. A few minutes passed before the woman sneezed yet again, and as before, she took a tissue, wiped her nose, and her body was shaking even more than before. Unable to restrain his curiosity, the man turned to the woman and said, I couldn't help but notice that you've sneezed three times, wiped your nose, and then shuddered violently. Are you okay? She said, oh, I'm so sorry if I disturb you. I have a very rare medical condition. Whenever I sneeze, I have a, uh, an arrival. The man, more than a bit embarrassed, it was still kind of curious. I mean, you know, who's going to ask the question? So he said, I've never heard of that condition before. Are you taking anything for it? She said, yes, pepper. 
So, you see, she's taking on a pepper to, on the airplane. True story. It's a true story. 1242 with the Kimmer. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> well, you've come to the right place, sir. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Look out. I'm Scott Shannon, and this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by Hannity's New Charity. Make those checks payable to Christmas for Armed Service Heroes, or use the abbreviation CASH for short. And now here's your host, the man who originated the phrase, you're a great American, that's, Kim Peterson. That's true. Since 1972, I've started saying it, but now, guess who this is, John Boy? That sounds like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not this is not fake this is real they isolated Linda McCartney singing with her husband Paul on a song for the Beatles and it was on this day in 1969 Paul and Linda were married in a civil ceremony in London now she was not the one legged one that was a different one this is the first one married, but this is her singing now that's love, man. You put this in your band, that's you gotta have it. Oh man. <laughs> You're killing me. All right, twelve forty eight, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. I don't know much about the latest in Ferguson, Missouri this morning. Apparently the cops are surrounding a house where the guy with a gun in it, they think it might be the fellow who shot the two cops last night. Uh, much to the rejoicing of all you cop haters in America today, and especially Eric Holder. Uh, who was pretty much singularly along with, well, but along with Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and uh, President Puttitat, the coward of the White House, are all responsible for this hateful police attitude business. And sure enough, you know, there was a protest last night, so the cops were the cops did everything right. They just were around. They were making sure nobody was in trouble or doing anything else. And yet they uh, two cops got shot. Sniper. Setup. Ambush. Uh, and Eric Holder, by the way, you mentioned Eric Holder has more than, uh, I don't know if you know about his uh, email nicknames. No. Eric Holder has uh, so many e- email nicknames. Uh, for example, EldridgeCleaverLover.com, HRAPMyBrownie.gov, BlackStickOfJustice.org, Excuse Me While I Whip This Out.gov, Hey, Where the White Women At.org, Moving On Up to the Eastside.gov, Aunt Jemima Yo Mama.com, Uncle Ben's ConvertThis.org, He's a Bad Mother Watch Your Mouth.com, OTay.gov, and Sammy Davis Junior.com, just many of the. Eric Holder, email nicknames here exclusively on the old uh, Kimmer program. 1250s are time. Hey, wait a minute. There's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. And let me be clear. <laughs> Uh-oh. If the hangman <laughs> likes his sighting doctor, she can keep... <laughs> his wife can keep the sighting doctor. I think it doesn't make a difference whether he likes it or not. But <laughs> well, They got a new slogan over there. Oh, you know? A new slogan? I didn't hear. We leave a new roof on your house and a smile on your missus' face. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Barack Obama. Barack Obama. And I approve that joke. Oh, my. Hey, Kimmer, have you heard the uh, latest skinny on Harrison Ford? No. What's the latest? Well, her name is Callista Flockhart. (laughs) The latest skinny. (laughs) The latest. (laughs) You know, Michelle and I. Yes, sir. You know, we weren't surprised by that Harrison Ford 
plane crash. Really? I mean, as you all know, Kimmer, yeah. when you get older, it's harder and harder to keep it in the air. <laughs> That's you know the <laughs> pilots everywhere. Are... <laughs> Maybe from now on, Harris should treat pre- pre- the plane with Cialis. I don't know. <laughs> Just an idea. Yeah, you know, I didn't realize that uh, <laughs> Mayor Kasim Reed went out to California and visited Harrison Ford. He visited him. I didn't hear about that. Well, I heard he got banged up. I mean, it's <laughs> 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 the due date. Must have been it. I have my own attorney general, yeah. Eric Holder, yeah. is reconsidering his resignation. He says, Barack, I don't want to leave. Oh, no. Apparently, Holder was so encouraged by the news yesterday, he wants to come up with some more phony, misleading statistics that will hopefully lead to more cop shooting. So <laughs> there you go. I knew he had a plan. <laughs> no, seriously. Yes. I, Barack Obama, predict yeah. Yeah. that Eric Holder yeah. will fess up, tell the truth, and admit to the American people yeah. that that minority arrest record in Ferguson is actually lower than the national average. Kimmer, he's going to do that right after your picture goes up on the homepage of the station website. <laughs> I'm <laughs> predicting that today. Well, they're, trying, Kimmer, they're trying to attract listeners, not scare them off. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make a good point. I do have a point. One more thing. Yes, sir. A lot of people are saying that I'm behind this Hillary email thing. Nothing can be farther from the truth. Really? You're not? Trying that to... I'm trying to throw Hillary under the bus. No. I would never do a thing like that to no. a poor defenseless bus. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> the fire damage? Hell, the shocks will go through the roof. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I mean, it's not my fault Hillary can contradicts herself about the number of devices she owns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I first met her, she carried two devices, a Smith & Wesson <laughs> for personal use and a 38 Special to drop next to the body in the park. <laughs> Everybody needs a throwdown. It was a simpler time. You know, you could just... <laughs> Let me be clear. Yes, Thank you so much, President of these United States. <laughs> look out. Yeah, see you in the ninth hole. Unbelievable. Thank you, Mr. President. Ay, ay, ay. 1253, uh, News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Heather. Heather what? Heather Mills. Heather Mills. Now, did she die? Didn't she? No, no. She's still alive? Because that was, wasn't that can- bone cancer that he got her leg? He hasn't had her killed yet. He hasn't had her? Okay. So she didn't get that much in the alimony then? It may have been, Linda may have died from <laughs> breast cancer. Or so, or it was a cancer. It was former cancer. Yeah, Linda died. Linda died. Yeah, his no. first wife. Yeah, but not uh, Heather Mills. That was the one. All right, thank you, sir. Well she done. She was hit by a car. Wait, who was? She was on. A, uh, she was hit by a motorcycle. Heather Mills, and it took her leg off. Oh my God, that yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I re- that's right. I remember. Holy moly! All right, it's only it's only me. It's only the camera on News or Radio one hundred six. Was it a chopper? Oh God! Oh jeez! Oh, wow! No. Wow! Ooh! Mm. No. Ah! 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 No. <sighs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that's fine there. Anyway, I wanted to bring to your attention a picture. If you have, in fact, I, I forgot to ask you, Pete, to put it on Kimmer Show Facebook page. There's a picture going around by a woman named uh, Victoria or Vanessa Hicks, who's a photographer married to a Navy guy, and she took a picture making the web uh, rounds now. She took a picture of a Navy, I don't know if it was her husband or somebody, somebody in a Navy, in a Navy uh, a camo uniform holding a baby, a newborn baby, in, wrapped in the swaddling clothes, which is actually the American flag. What's the problem? Well, what's happened is she, well, I'll tell you, what, listen, listen to what she says. This is a woman 
who uh, did a, a pic, took a picture of a baby wrapped in an American flag being held by a guy in, the, in a camo Navy camo uniform. And when that happened, here is what happened to Vanessa Hicks when she posted that picture online. People were private messaging me, you know, essentially cyberbullying me, telling me that, you know, my photos sucked, that this, you know, again, everything that I said that I was dishonorable, that I was uh, dishonoring our country's flag. She took the picture as a way of paying tribute to a baby wrapped in an American flag held by a sailor, you know, kind of a, but you know what? When I first saw it, if you, if you can put it on a Facebook page, when I first saw it, my, my first thought was, and I, I, I'm not holding anybody to the, the stance that I'm taking here, my first thought was it reminded me of Tommy Hill, I Hate America figure. I have never bought an article of clothing of any kind from Tommy Hill, I Hate America figure because for years he used the American flag as a prop in his pictures for his beautiful models. They were sitting on it. They were laying on it. It was a picnic tablecloth. They had an American flag spread on the beach and were sitting on it. When st- I mean, he used it as a prop for pictures like, like it was just a piece of cloth. And that, to me, was disrespectful. And this, I don't think this is disrespectful, but I have to say it bothers me. I, don't, I, I just don't think he used the American flag for props. It just shows someone in the military protecting an American I, baby by holding it in the American flag. Again, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's unpatriotic. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just telling you my person. My first thought when I saw it was, I, it just makes me uncomfortable. I just don't like the American flag being used as anything other than a flag. No. I don't like people. I don't. I don't, I don't like American flag shirts, or American flag hats, or American flag. Uh, uh, pants that people wear. And Fourth of July, you see me wearing American flag shirts and stuff. Oh. I don't like it. I don't think it's right. You don't like my American flag with the Budweiser emblem on it? No, that's a different story because <laughs> it has an actual Budweiser on it. So, <laughs> no, I, it bothers me and I don't like it. And um, and I'm not saying we should. it's wrong or take it down There's or anything. No but you, what do you think? See the picture and tell me what you think. 1257. It's only the Kimmer Newsmag line sponsored by the Siding Dodger Cup. Gotcha. Part two on News Radio. We got Shania Twain tickets. Yeah. Oh, mercy. Coming up on News Radio 1067. This is Robin Leach, you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show, and I don't know why. Be sure to tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Management has nothing but confidence in the Kimmer well, and I'm, very little of it. Uh, the I, Kimmer <laughs> Show on News Radio 1067. All right, here we go. Time for the musical history lesson for today. 1958. Very famous singer. I love you. Billie Holiday, in 1958, was put on a year's probation for a narcotics possession charge. Luckily, she didn't need the whole year's probation because she died a few months later from alcohol and drug abuse. If you can keep me. I'd make a long history there. Billy Holiday right there. Billy. Oh, hey. Uh, a couple of quick birthdays. Of, no, shut up. A couple of quick birthdays of no. Hold on, Lynn. I got you go. Arthur, uh, uh, author uh, Carl Hyacin. Do you know Carl Hyacin? You know who that is? Oh, no. Oh, man. Pete, you know Carl oh, yeah. Hy- Carl Hyacin is, is maybe one of the three or four funniest, humorist authors in the world. He, he writes those books about Florida and Miami, and drug smugglers, and Alligator Alley, strip and striptease, and po- crooked politicians. He's hysterical. 
Carl Hyacin, 62 today. He's got probably 30 number one or 40 number one bestsellers. Carl Hyacin, H-I-A-A-S-E-N. Go to any bookstore and ask where the Carl Hyacin is, and I'm telling you, you uh, hysterical. Like Vonnegut funny? Oh, bet. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, just uh, his stories and his character. I mean, it's just really, really funny. Read if you if you like to read, pleasure reading. Carl Hyacin's one of your guys. Uh, all right. Anyway, it's only the camera. One hundred six. Now I'll get to write to Lynn here in a second. I had a wonderful idea about this Ferguson thing. Oh, oh, we're going to hear about this from cop haters uh, probably tonight and tomorrow. Uh, the police in Ferguson looking for the guy who shot the two cops last night during their so-called peaceful protest. Uh, thank you, Eric Holder, for causing that divide that would let people want to shoot cops especially in Ferguson, Missouri. But now and the cops today are looking for the shooter, and they were up on a house, uh, the, uh, the roof of a house uh, going in through, was that a skylight or a, or a vent? Or there was some a skylight vent or something in the, in the roof of this guy's house, and the cops were on the roof looking into and taking the vent apart so they could see into the attic because they thought there might be another shooter hiding in the attic. So they went up on the top of the guy's roof, and we're, and we're trying to get into the vent or the, the skylight or whatever it is on top of the roof to see if there's anybody up there. Well, you know, someone's going to claim, invasion of privacy, invasion of privacy. Hey, dip, uh, dipstick, two cops got shot. Invade this privacy. You know what? I, I say this. I say give all, in Ferguson, Missouri, let's do this. Let's collect all our guns. Let's go to Ferguson, Missouri. Let's give them all guns. Every citizen, every living being in Ferguson, Missouri, will give them all good children, old people, everybody, give them all guns. And then we'll, we'll go off to the side and say, hey, do you hear what he said about you? <laughs> you hear he called you? What? He called you a white bread honky cracker. What? You going to take that? I'll be <laughs> done. What the hell? Hey, did you hear what he said about you? Now, wait a minute. I'm not going to. White bread honky what? cracker. <laughs> and then just get the hell out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, jeez. Come on, this is ridiculous. I only got one away. It's on the camera. Here's Lynn. Uh, Richard's coming up on News Radio 106.7. Hi, Lynn. How's it going? Great, Kimber. How are you doing? Buddy? Terrific, sir. Welcome aboard. What's going on? I, I want to talk to you about two police shootings. The, uh, the Peachtree City police chief that shot his wife while she was in bed after a New Year's Eve party. Yeah. I think that might be questionable. Okay, I, I think he might need to might need to resign. Well, he is. He, he, they're firing him, and I they're going to take what you know. So that's you know. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right, that's and one. The, the naked shooting victim that got shot in DeKalb County. Yeah, you know they didn't give a lot of information about that. Yeah, but if I were a hundred and eighty pound police officer and a four hundred pound naked guy was running at me with his arms stretched out yeah. that might have AIDS or hepatitis, I might shoot him, too. <laughs> well, not that this is a laughing matter, uh, but, uh, well, you know, what's he supposed to do? I mean, you know, a, a guy who's charging a cop necessarily doesn't deserve to die. On the other hand, he, the cop doesn't deserve to have some guy trying to attack him either. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. It all seems a little stupid to me. Uh, but frankly, I'm just, I'm just sick and tired of everybody jumping to the immediate conclusion that obviously these cops are just killers looking for a chance to shoot their gun. And it's just crap, absolute crap. You know, don't charge a cop. Don't attack a cop. No, you know, you know, nobody deserves to die because you're running around naked. But if you attack a cop, you're going to something bad's going to happen to you. So, uh, whose fault is that? 
That's the way I look at it. Yeah. All right, Lynn, I got. Yeah, I got to go. You're coming. And here's. Uh, we also mentioned. Uh, well, let's get to George. And I've got. Uh, I want to take some airplane calls. The 35th anniversary of the movie Airplane. We'll play some more of, of your famous phrases from it too. And I got to talk about the Shania Twain in a second. But first, here's George. Hi, George. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Kim, we're super yeah. five. Thank you. Hey, I want to talk about briefly about another police shooting in DeKalb County that happened involving uh, a mentally ill person. And this was back in 1980. And I don't know if you were in Atlanta then. But... No, I tell you, well, let me put you on hold because I really don't care what happened in 1980 and a police shooting and a thing there. And I just, you know, there are lots of, lots of shootings. Let's talk about all the times where people commit crimes and then police have to go save the rest of society by getting the bad guys. Yeah. Okay, let's have let's have uh, five or six hours or may, maybe twenty five years of talking about all the good the police have done to Americans and how many times cops have saved us from bad guys or saved us from something horrible happening because that's what they do for a living for no freaking money and the disrespect of all people who hate them. Yeah, well, let's talk about that for a while. You know, it's just this is just I, don't start down this road. It's all I want to talk about the time that lousy cop shot the dead to them. What, so what's that got to do with it? Let's take all the million police officers in America right now work 24 hours every second of every day. And let's count all the time that all those cops put in on the job doing the right job. And then compare that to the official number of times where there's an unfortunate or undeserved or bad police shooting. It's like one sixty millionth of one sixty thousandth of one hundred and fifty billionth of one percent. So you know, until you come up with a statistic about how what good cops you want to have no cops? Let's have no cops. You want to have a society with no cops that you know, it's just like people say, Well, you can't have guns in society because they kill people. A gun has never killed anybody. A gun has never just simply fired itself into a person and killed him. Ever. It's never happened. You know, it's like blaming a pencil when you spell a word wrong. Okay? I mean, geez, come on. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, 112, 112. But inconspicuously through the window. (laughs) Are you a light sleeper? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Uh, this is Speaker of the House, John Boehner, and this okay. portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> is brought to you by the Republican landslide. Oh. You know what it means. No? It's time for us Republicans to cave into Democrats and give them whatever the hell they want. I know because I was there <laughs> like the last always. three times we won. <laughs> anyway, here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much, Mr. Speaker. 117, and they're going after Hillary's emails. Uh, this is getting stinkier and stinkier. There's going to be a lawsuit. Someone's going to have to make her fork over that server so they can tell in reality what she did and did not. Oh, by the way, have you noticed how... Oh, well, first of all, let me start off. This is a Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. He plays the bass. Steve Harris is 59 today. <laughs> right there. Anyway, I was saying, uh, you notice that Hillary Rodham Rodham never, all she said was she never sent a a classified email from her private server. She said, in her opinion, what she considers non-classified, she never sent a classified email on her private server, so she says. She never said she didn't receive one. So if she received any classified emails, then we certainly have the right to find out what they are. Plus, who's to say that she decides what classified means? I mean, this is from the very beginning, this has been ridiculous. And she also said that uh, she did used her private email to e- email her husband, Bill, all the time. He's made two emails in his life. He doesn't email. So that, you know, of the 500,000 that she emailed, two of them went to Bill Clinton, and that's why she didn't turn over another 60,000 or so? Come on, you're killing me. 
right, 844 404 All right, I got to talk. Shania Twain, what do we do? It's 119. Let's give away these Shania Twain tickets. Um, I will do it. Uh, well, I will do it at one thirty. One thirty news. Here's the number eight uh, during the one thirty news. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven during the one one thirty news. I'll give. We'll uh, open up the lines. We'll give two tickets. Chennai Twain concert. Phillips Arena, August first, and you have to sing your best version of "I Feel Like a Woman," <laughs> whether or not. You are, but you have to convince us. Whoever has the most convincing, I feel like a woman from a Shania Twain, will get the tickets. And it's completely subjective, and uh, let the boys pick a winner, and so what the heck, that's how we'll do it. I will right, talk more about the Ferguson business and the shooting. Airplane's 35th anniversary. Secret Service drunks getting away with it because they let them go home, so they can't do a breathalyzer anymore. So it's, they can't really fire them. They could, but they probably won't. They just reassigned them. Also, um, the ISIS like the Nazis, the Breaking Bad Pizza toss, uh, dangerous spiders in your banana, and the creepy Barbie doll. Just a few of the things coming up. Oh, wait, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Camera, this is Randy Travis. <laughs> Can I try that? Sure, Randy. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> I'm a House Republican. <laughs> I got a yeast in... All right, never mind. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I'll have a vendor in water on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Give that old bag in the corner whatever, <laughs> whatever she wants. <laughs> Is that how that goes? I think that's how it goes, something like that. Well, you know, I'm always calling and complaining about yeah. all the problems in my life, but Your today life. I, Randy Travis, yeah. got some good news, yeah. Kimmer. Oh, do you? Really? I've just been offered a job with the Secret Service. <laughs> Apparently I got all the necessary driving skills, you know. <laughs> well, qualified. I don't understand it. I I get my life ruined by a couple of DUIs, and these Secret Service guys don't even get a breathalyzer. No, they went home. I guess those iPhone pictures of Reggie Love spot and put it that in the weight room come in handy when you're getting a jam. <laughs> yeah, but he was lying on the bench, too. I didn't really understand. All... <laughs> Let me be clear. No, it's clean and jerk. Clean and jerk, is, that's the right. <laughs> weightlifting scheme. Ah, uh, you know, I, 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 I Randy Travis, <laughs> don't like to get into politics no, or anything, but politics. you're being too hard on the Attorney General, Cameron. I, I am being too hard on. Well, Eric Holder delivered a very moving speech in regard to the shooting this morning. Did oh, you read? I, I did didn't you hear it. No, I didn't hear about it. What? Eric had tears in his eyes and yeah. said, "If I had a son, he'd look just like that assailant." <laughs> <laughs> He's so proud. <laughs> I worked so hard you on did, that Randy. joke, man. <laughs> Just don't, don't, don't get me in trouble. I have to call my lawyer, Tillman and Associates. Don't, don't they have a, a jingle over there of some kind? Tillman and Associates at the Go Cup for the road. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, <laughs> I'm not sure. Really, don't think that's it, sir. <laughs> Cross that double line. <laughs> no, that's kidding. That's not, <laughs> they're, well, they're lawyers, you know. <laughs> Step on it and get home fast. <laughs> no. It's one of those, ain't it, you know? <laughs> I want to wish Pete Davis's uh, Ole Miss Rebels good luck in the SEC tournament. Oh, the SEC tournament, yeah. 
Hey, you know, Pete told me the most po- po- popular dating site in the state of Mississippi. Have What's you heard about it? Popular dating site? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's called Ancestry.com. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you can find your relatives and your future bride in one convenience stop. She's not good enough for her own family. What the hell am I to think? Because they'll keep in breeding forever. Never and ever and ever and ever and Ever and ever we, and ever and God, ever. Randy, I think we got the <laughs> for everything there. Thank you so much. <laughs> See, Eric Golden said if I had a son, he'd look like, he looked like that. Because he, he's pulling for the guy. For the you know? guy yeah. I call drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you. 844-404-1067. Hold on, Bubba. Here's uh, Richard on News Radio 1067. David's coming up to you. Hey, Richard, welcome, sir. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, man? Uh, about 20 years before Airplane came out, there was a movie called Ground Zero. Yeah, that's where they got it. Zero hours. Zero hour, not, not uh, zero, hour. Zero, zero hour, zero hour, nineteen fifty-seven. The movie Zero right. Hour came out, and in fact, uh, the guys who did Airplane bought the rights to Zero Hour because they stole the whole line, <laughs> plot for plot, right, Very lifted much. straight from the movie Zero Hour. The food poisoning and all that stuff uh, came it right from terrible. that movie. It yeah. was a terrible movie. Yeah, and thank God for Airplane. And you know who wrote Zero <laughs> Hour by that terrible movie you're talking about? You know who wrote who that? that? Arthur who Haley. That? Oh, my God. Arthur Haley the wrote guy. Zero, the air, guy who wrote Airport. And he had right. a movie and book franchise, yeah. uh, and he spoofed it so mercifully. But he wrote Airport, and uh, and when they made it into airplanes. Uh, Arthur Haley, same guy who wrote the damn thing. All right, here's... Uh, it, here's it was, oh, 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 I'm sorry, Richard. I hit the button. But, uh, oh, Richard, I, I apologize. I, I, here's uh, David on News Radio 106.7. Hi, David. Welcome aboard, sir. Hey, camera. Uh, simplify, man. Thank you. Simplify. <laughs> hey, camera. You ever seen a uh, grown man naked? <laughs> yes, I I have, David. Thank you for calling. <laughs> You're not going to be seeing me. And, uh, you know, they also David. got it from The High and Mighty, which was a John Wayne movie. That's right. Where he has to slap a blubbering Robert Stack. Oh, and that's where they that's where they slapped the nun or the nun. Or they slapped the woman who was. Yeah, let me get in there. Let me get in there. Yeah, you got to love, uh, I mean, Airplane is perhaps one of the great movies of all time. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. You better tell the captain we've got to land as soon as we can. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. <laughs> Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? L.A. departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209 are clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Now at radio clearance, over. That's Clarence, over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger, over. <laughs> 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 Incidentally, co-pilot Roger Murdoch, played by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, is the highest-scoring NBA basketball player of all time, more than 38,000 points, just for the record. And uh, in early 2010, the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration put out a recruitment ad to try to f- find and hire nine linguistics experts in Ebonics. They wanted to have the, the, the drug enforcement people were hiring experts to translate wiretaps by black guys. And they couldn't understand the, the, the language they were saying. And uh, so they had to hire people who knew, knew how to, re- uh, to say and read Ebonics. They could translate wiretaps of black 
drug dealers. <laughs> and you know, you know the autopilot, the, the plastic blow-up autopilot, Otto? He has a Facebook page. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? All right, hold on, Bubba. We'll talk more about Ferguson. We have Newsbreaker Line sponsored by The Siding Doctor. We got your topics and issues on News Radio. And we'll give away the Shania Twain tickets next on News Radio 1067. This is Barack Obama, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. And if you keep listening, you will be audited. Let me be clear. Don't forget, The Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. This is Charles Barkley. Hey, Charles. This portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by the Burl Ellis Jury. Oh. Because a mind is a terrible thing. <laughs> and speaking of terrible, <laughs> here he is for the time being, oh, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Yeah, look out. Got a jazz time here the Kimmer program. Yeah. Look out, it's only me. Al Jarreau, 75 years old today. Mercy. Also, on this day in history, 1998, Cathay Pacific Airlines banned Liam Gallagher of Oasis from getting on a flight ever because he threatened to stab a pilot. <laughs> Which is probably not a good idea when you're boarding the... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> All right, look out. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. I'll tell you what, we got our ticket lineup coming up. Let me take to Bubba. He's been hanging on for a while. I want to talk about that Ferguson thing. Hey, Bubba, thanks for holding, sir. Welcome aboard. Yeah, it's good to be talking to you after all these years. Thank you, sir. Call you back in the day all the time. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, look, uh, I got an idea about this Ferguson thing, and I actually already did a little bit about it. There are a lot of good jurisdictions all over the country that want. Um, experienced police officers, uh-huh. and I actually called one guy I knew that he was looking for folks, and he's telling me uh, he's going to talk to his uh, chief about it and put a ad in the Ferguson newspaper said, uh, you know, looking for experienced police officers, you know, if, if you're willing to relocate. And I'm thinking if we just had a slew of them all over the country to do that, you know, because them boys are, are, are got targets on the back yes, of their now. Yes, they do. Yep, you're right. So, so let's let's drain all the police officers in there, and uh, let's uh, see how the hood rats like it out there with no police. <laughs> well, so, Bubba, that would definitely get some attention. But again, I mean, it's just a, a, it's a nightmare, and it goes on and on. Now, two cops got shot. You th- you think the country's in an out- in, in an outrage or an uproar because two cops got shot in Ferguson? No, no, no. But people aren't exploding over this. Anyway, let's give away these tickets. I'm going to open up the phone line. We had the phone line shut. They're open up now. Eight four four. 404-1067 for Shania Twain tickets or concerts at Phillips Arena August 1st. We have two tickets to Shania Twain, 844-404-1067. If you want to call in, you and we, we, we would like you to entertain us with a Shania Twain, I feel like a woman, mm-hmm. uh, chorus of some kind. Got a here. Facebook update here. Facebook update while we get these lines on, 844-404-1067. They're filling up pretty bad. We, just, we lost a couple, but now a couple dropped on. So we'll get them all here in a second. Yes, sir. Jeffrey wants to weigh out on the Ebonics you talked Ebonics, about. Ebonics, yes, sir. They were going to have the Miss Ebonics USA pageant, oh. but could only get 49 entrants. Really? It seems that no one wanted to be Miss Idaho. <laughs> Idaho? Uh. <laughs> I thought maybe because they couldn't get the fitty. <laughs> See, they did 49 because they couldn't, didn't want to get the fitty. Oh, you speak I, I'm sort of an abonics guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start this off. Here's, right. Let's go. Uh, line one is Brian on News Radio 1067. Hey, Brian, welcome. How's it going, sir? 
I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Kimmer? We're doing great. Welcome aboard. Shania Twain tickets. Give us a little concert here, sir. Oh, my God. I did not expect this. <laughs> oh, let's see. Man, I feel like a woman. Oh, 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 and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> You're finished, all right. And now <laughs> here's David on News Radio 106.7. David, welcome, sir. The best thing about being a woman is look prerogative and run from the Kimmer. He drives me crazy. My baby's daddy. He wears men's shirts, short skirts, a metropolitan parkway every Friday to pay for my baby. Oh, Kimmer, man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> All right, David. Uh, here's Clinton on News Radio 1067. Hello, Clinton. Hello. Welcome, sir. What do you got for us? She's a cool country lady. I'm a broke country man. She's a special sing- singer. I'm her number one fan. He's a Purple Heart Marine vet. Two tours over the sea. Let's show him some love, Kimmer. Give them tickets to him and me. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Frankie is uh, next on News Radio 106.7. Hey, Frankie, what you got? All right. Color yeah. my hair, do what I dare. Whoa, oh man, <laughs> I feel like a woman. <laughs> All right, Rick. Well done. Here's, uh, is that Rutsy? I think it might be Rick. Rick. No, that was Rick. You skipped Rick. Oh, you skipped. I'm sorry. Here's Rick and then Rutsy coming up. Hey, Rick, welcome aboard, sir. Hey, Kimmer. All right, here you go, man. Right. Oh, 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 totally crazy. Forget I'm a lady. Men's shirts, short skirts. Oh, oh, oh. Really go wild, yeah. Doing it in style, yeah. Yeah, pretty Man, good, Rick. All I right. feel like a woman. Excellent. All right. Well, it, <laughs> wow, okay. all right. Now that was. Uh, oh, we lost Rusty. It was. Uh, <laughs> well, let's. Uh, uh, we'll dig one more. We oh, get one, one more. more. Now we want. Let, let's pick. A, all right, boys. We had uh, our contestants. Your choices. Rick. We have a Rick. Uh, Vote for Rick. David. David. All right. Well, we got to flip a coin then. All right. Between Rick and David. All right, David will be uh, will be. I have a Marine Corps throwdown coin with a, an Eagle Globe and Anchor on one side, and a Master Gunnery Sergeant Stripes on the other. Master Gunnery Sergeant Stripes is David. Master Gunnery Sergeant Stripes is David. Ready? I'm flowing up. You can be the judge. Here we go. It's it's the other one. It's uh, Rick. Oh, Rick. It's Rick on News Radio 106.7. Hey, Rick! Congratulations, my man. You are the winner <laughs> of the Shania Twain tickets for the concert, Phillips Arena, August first. Well done. All right, and thank you guys for playing. We enjoyed it and had a little fun. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I thought you were going to pick David. He involved the Kimmer I thing. David. Yeah, but he didn't get the I coin flip. He, he didn't get the <laughs> coin flip. <laughs> One thirty-nine. It's only there. there's a yeah. That's what I was saying. Um, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. The Ferguson case. I don't know what the latest is. We haven't heard anything about those cops on the roof looking for the guy who shot the two cops last night up there. But all the cop haters are rejoicing that. Uh, unfortunately for you, cop haters, the two cops are going to live and they'll be fine uh, doing their job during the so-called peaceful <laughs> demonstration again. We mentioned the airplane is. 30 years old, or actually is uh, 35 years old, and they're having a big uh, to-do about it in uh, Nashville coming up here fairly soon, and next month, in fact, is kind of a, an airplane movie celebration uh, festival. But also, this is also the 40th anniversary 
of uh, one of the more bizarre uh, movies of all time, and uh, maybe one of your favorite movies, uh, Monty Python oh, yeah. and Holy Grail. It's there. Yeah. Without almost probably without question. Uh, in fact, you may not have known uh, some of the trivia in uh, Monty Monty Python and the I can't even say it Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, but for example, uh, Pink Floyd was such a big fan of Monty Python that they they uh, would stop their recording sessions to watch Monty Python's Flying Circus in the '60s, and they used the Dark Side of the Moon money to fund the Holy Grail movie. That's how much Pink Floyd loved uh, Monty Python. Uh, one day, Eric Idle got tired of answering the same question by the press over and over and over. What do your next project be? What are you going to do next? So he said just flippantly, Jesus Christ lust for glory. And it was just, he just made it up. He just said, well, we're going to next, we're going to do Jesus Christ's lust for glory. But just, he made up the words. And that was their answer forever. And whenever somebody asked a question what to do, that was their next project. They did it. And in fact, it later became uh, part of the life of Brian yeah. in 1979. But they, they did it as kind of a joke just for the, just for the heck of it. Uh, during the witch hunt scene in Monty Python, Holy Grail, Eric Idle bears his teeth and bites down on a blade of the scythe he's holding. That was not in the script. He was, he was laughing so hard that he wanted to stifle himself so they wouldn't ruin the take. The budget on this movie was so low that, uh, Pete pointed it out to me, they, they used coconuts to pretend to do the horses <laughs> because they couldn't afford horses. <laughs> they didn't have money for horses, so they just used coconuts to pretend they were horses. And in this thing, Ida was biting down on the scythe so as not to spoil the take by laughing. Michael Palin is hiding laughter at the same time, and John Cleese has to turn his head to the side because he's busting out laughing, but they couldn't afford to do more takes because they didn't have the money for extra film. So, <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Now stand aside, worthy adversary. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. <laughs> well, what's that, then? I've heard worse. You liar. <laughs> Come on, you pansy. <laughs> 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 Chopping off one limited time. Uh, it's 142 with a Kimmer. Capitalists like myself who carry large sums of money often have such safety contrivances. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams, <laughs> Robin Leach here. Yeah, Robin. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, no? where at least they didn't replace me with an ISDN guy from San Diego. <laughs> and now here he is, your interim host, no, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. I'll miss the taste of the Great to have you aboard here. 147. Uh, News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Michael Bolton is embracing the jokes made famous in the movie Office Space. You'll recall uh, during the Office Space movie, there's a guy that na- works there named Michael Bolton, and he comes in, and the guy who was from uh uh, he was in uh, the hospital show where he, who's that guy, the redhead the doctor in, in the, uh, that stupid hospital show, the comedy, half-hour sitcom. Scrubs? Scrubs, yeah. Who was the guy who played the doctor in oh. Scrubs? And he was also in Platoon. He was one of the squad leaders in Platoon, the movie. John McGinley. I yeah, something is. like that. Anyway, he was the guy who asked about being Tony, oh, yeah. or being Michael Bolton. And he said, what's your favorite song? It's over there. Well, Michael Bolton gets the kick out of it. Uh, because apparently he was doing a video for Funny or Die website, and he took on the role of Michael Bolton from the movie, 
and said, when someone said, uh, there's nothing wrong with my name until I was 12 years old, and we realized no talent came along, but he changes it to extremely talented. Anyway, Michael Bolton is making jokes of himself. Uh, that's on, that's Yeah, that's not the word. <laughs> that's not exactly this. <laughs> a family show. I got it. Anyway, a couple of historical notes for you. 1912, the Girl Scouts of the USA had their beginnings as Juliet Gordon Lowe of Savannah, Georgia, founded the first American Girl Scout troop, the Girl Guides, in 1912. This day in Savannah, Girl Scouts began. Also, 1664, King Charles II granted an area of land on the east coast of present-day North America. King Charles the King of England gave the land to his brother James, who was the Duke of York, and he was, uh, it was a, it used to be known as New Netherland, when they came over to America, they, the area known as New Netherland, and his brother was the Duke of York, so they called it New York. And that's what he granted in 1664. That's how New York got its name. Uh, 150 on News Radio 1067, 844 Have you seen the picture on the Kimmer Show Facebook page of the baby in the flag? We put it up there a little while ago. The, the, the woman who took the picture is married to a sailor, and she took the picture in Virginia to just show patriotism of her baby, baby being born and being you know, kind of swaddled in an American flag held by a Navy in camo uniform and stuff like that. And uh, the Internet is exploding with comments, many of them saying she's being unpatriotic and uh, disgracing the American flag. And, I mean, I'm kind of... I'm, I didn't look at it that way. I don't like it because I don't like the flag being used for anything but being a flag. I don't like it wrapped in things. I don't like it as a picnic table cloth or stuff like that. But anyway, if you have a, we'll, we'll get your opinion if you like it on it. 844-404-1067. Also, the 35th anniversary of Airplane. And the three doc, uh, directors were David and Jerry Zucker and Jim Abrams. They all make cameos in the movie Airplane as well as their mothers are all in Airplane. Um, in... Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, the jive dialogue part of that show, was all written by two of the actors on the set, Al White and Norm Gibbs, who do not talk like that, actually, in person. Um, it was the screen debut of Julie Haggerty. Remember the, the stewardess girl and friend of, uh, what's his name, Robert, um, uh, Ted uh, Stryker, Robert Hayes. And Julie Haggerty, that was, her, that was her first job, the screen debut. And then she went on to work with Woody Allen and Robert Altman and, uh, some other famous directors and became something of an actress that people would know. Uh, although in 2002, Julie Haggerty uh, from Airplane was nominated as the worst supporting actress <laughs> for a movie called Freddie Got Fingered. Oh. <laughs> oh, and Leslie Nielsen hated that line about uh, the stuff hitting the fan when he read the script. He said, people aren't going to laugh at that. But Larry uh, Leslie Nielsen used to bring a whoopee cushion to readings. Uh, when he was doing readings on the show, and he'd sit on the whoopee cushion and pretend to cut the cheese, and every time he did a, a TV interview, he'd bring it. We had a, he had a portable fart machine, and when he was doing interviews for about the movie, he'd hit the fart machine up to the reporters, going, "Oh my God, I'm bursting!" <laughs> just for pulled around. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you got to love Airplane. I mean, you just got to love the movie Airplane. It's it's, it's pretty much as you know as good as it gets. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> well, there you go. 152. Hey, it's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Dennis Miller calling. Hey, Dennis, how you doing, man? Hey, John, boy, next time you do a 
podcast program. I mean, I'm not in the witness protection over here there, Dog Whisperer. You can mention my freaking name there. Sorry, we were bad. We did mean By the way, how is your lovely lady there? <laughs> you know, I want to go on a rant or anything, Cameron. The Obama administration's outrage over this letter the GOP senator sent yeah, to Iran. Iran, yeah. It's about as sincere as a vote of confidence in the camera by the management team there, you know. <laughs> hey, I love the show. Not enough to, you know, ever mention it or anything, but I love the show <laughs> there, Bebo. It's great, you know. <laughs> Whatever your name is. <laughs> Can you believe the Secret Service guys? Oh, man. Uh, they're banging into a barricade like it was an Argentinian prostitute or something there, Momo. Momo. <laughs> <laughs> of course, getting tanked before an assignment's nothing new for the Secret Service there, you know I mean? Yeah. I'm sure you read about all the agents who got plastered at Jack Ruby's Carousel Club the night before the freaking Kennedy assassination. <laughs> oh. Pure coincidence. No need to yeah. <laughs> investigate that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Jack came over and said the drinks are in the house. Keep it fair, guys. Keep it fair, you know? <laughs> hey, Fred, is that a guy standing outside the window? No, it's a curtain rod. Mind your own business there, Mr. Halpern. And... <laughs> Get involved, Budinsky. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on President Johnson. I mean Vice uh, President Vice Johnson. President. <laughs> He's only UK president in 30 minutes. So. Didn't mean to go on a rant there. No, anything. no, his rants are good, sir. Anytime. Hey, Cameron, one yeah. of your old friends is doing a new TV commercial. Have you seen it? No. Which, uh... I'm standing south for Seattle. <laughs> Be ready for when the moment's right. You know, like when Kemmer leaves the house, a hangman pulls out of the driveway. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Let me put it that way. I mean, with Seattle, now I can put it in as many ways I like. I can put it, I can phrase it however I want to phrase it. I can phrase it. You can use any words. <laughs> Great to I didn't know he was such didn't a mean wonderful to go on a rant actor. Or no, no, there, rant <laughs> Dennis Miller. I love it. Thank you, Dennis. Look out. This was the day in 2003. Elizabeth Smart was discovered alive in a suburb of Salt Lake City. Elizabeth Smart was the 15-year-old girl who had been kidnapped from her bedroom nine months earlier in 2003, actually it was in 2004, uh, by two drifters, David Mitchell and Wanda Barzi, who are serving time in prison for kidnapping her. Uh, they raped her. He uh, pretended to marry her and then uh, forced her to have sex. She was 15 years old, and she's doing great. Uh, I've seen in interviews with her. She's, uh, I mean, this was uh, 12 years ago. The woman's now in her late 20s. And she's doing great. She's uh, educated. Uh, she's a uh, professional, and she's really doing terrific. So that was good to see. The, despite, man, can you imagine being kidnapped and then forced to serve as a wife for this couple? Mm-hmm. And she wasn't that far away from her home where they when they found her either. Which, ironically, after nine months. Anyway, so one fifty-five, almost one fifty-six. Let's call it almost shortly on News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four a ten sixty seven. The Clinton email showdown is a coming. The members of Congress are not simply going to take this lying down. And I think they're going to be not only the lawsuit by the Associated Press, but uh, uh, some other folks are. Uh, in, in fact, you'll hear Shannon Coffin, the former uh, director of uh, of uh, counseling and legal affairs for Vice President Dick Cheney. The form itself says, hey, before you sign this, understand that you are certifying something that, that we can prosecute you for. Making a false statement in this context, knowingly and willfully, which 
I, I can't imagine anything more knowing and willful than knowing you have 55,000 records sitting in your home. <laughs> there you go. The form she should have signed when she left Hillary, the left Secretary of State. That's a felony. That's a felony. For you and me. For you and me, not for, you know, no. <laughs> uh, for the former, you know, soon to be again president. Uh, 157, it's on the Kibber on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. Kimmer knew at an early age he wasn't his parents' favorite child. Well, his no. bath toys were an electric toaster and a radio. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on Yo. News Radio 1067. All right, look out. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. And a mockingbird there. James Taylor and the lovely heiress from the publishing company, Carly Simon, singing together here. James Taylor, birthday today, 67 years old. Happy birthday, James. Oh, by the way, remember yesterday we were talking about the shooting at Lil Wayne's house in Miami Beach, or actually at an island off of Miami Beach, apparently. And I think it was with Bernard, I think it was one of our Kimmer callers on the line, uh, updating, it about, updating us about that. Well, it turns out that the report of that gunfire at Lil Wayne's home was a hoax. Somebody called a police non-emergency line and said he had shot four people at Lil Wayne's. So the cops, it was a non-emergency call, but it was a call to the cops in Miami. So they sent a SWAT team and dogs, secured the perimeter, and there was no evidence of anything of any kind anywhere. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. In fact, Little Wayne was in a recording studio, wasn't even home. So if you heard yesterday that Little Wayne, there was a big gunfire thing, it didn't happen. It's not true. So that's uh, good, good news. Uh, not so good news out of Ferguson, Missouri. Two cops shot last night. Another protest. The police chief finally resigned. They wanted him to resign, so he did. He resigned yesterday. And to honor the police chief resigning, they did another mob scene. And while the cops were out there trying to keep the peace and let them do whatever they want without trying to get accused of being racists again, uh, two cops got shot. Somebody in the house fired at them and, sh- and shot two cops. They'll live, but they've been shot and uh, just a little while ago, we saw some video, and it's making the news. You'll see it tonight later when you get home, of uh, cops on top of a roof of one of those houses getting into a skylight or a vent of some kind to try to get into the attic to see if someone was hiding up there. And you know, you screaming leftist liberals are going to be complaining when you see it. They didn't have a search warrant. How can they bust it in that guy's private home? It's his castle. He was probably a veteran. How could they do this? Well, because, you know, two cops got shot. In fact, you should know it. Eric Holder released this statement just a short while ago. (laughs) Eric Holder, official statement on the Ferguson shooting. Once again, we are witnessing a show of police violence against a group of individual activists during a peaceful protest. Even though we have proven Ferguson, Missouri is the most racist town in America, there is still no excuse for these jackbooted brown shirt thugs to rip through a peace-loving community (laughs) with their batons of hate. We we have it on good authority with eyewitness accounts from law-abiding citizens like Big Daddy Ray Ray. Little little Boo Booty Jang, Cinnamon Lachesche, and community organizer Boom Shaka Dua. Yes, the police were clubbing innocent black children like they were South Pole baby seals. This despicable behavior cannot be tolerated, and even peace-loving, law-abiding Americans have to stand up for their rights against the devils in blue. 
And that's whether it's because the killer cops among you are deliberately handing out tickets to harmless black Americans just because they have trouble abiding by the white man's traffic laws. Last night's example of the latest police overreaction against God-fearing families was predictable. And another reason why, like our president and first lady, I, Eric Holder, am ashamed of my country. And I pledge till my dying day I'll work tirelessly to incorporate more of the tenets of Islam to finally eradicate violent racist tendencies from police officers everywhere. And as always, I'll leave you with our rallying cry, hands up, don't shoot. Respectfully, Eric Hussein Holder, Attorney General of the United States. Huzzah! Well, see. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> 208 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's the 35th anniversary of Airplane. How soon can you land? I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean, I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours? No, no, I mean, we can't land for another two hours. Fog has closed down everything this side of the mountains. We've got to get through to Chicago. <laughs> or? Joey, have you ever been in a, in a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> and if you missed it earlier, Peter Graves, who was a very serious actor. I mean, all these actors, Peter Graves and... And uh, Robert Stack, I mean, these guys were very serious stage actors, films and uh, theater and all kinds of stuff. And uh, Peter Graves did not want to do that movie. In fact, he was aghast about it until his kids heard the script and they said, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. Uh, A couple of minutes. This is a 35-year anniversary coming up next month of Airplane. Uh, The Jerry Zucker Middle School of Science is opened in South Carolina. Jerry Zucker, one of the, the, the trio of movie directors, the Zucker brothers and their buddy, and uh, he he's now got a school named after him, the Zucker Middle School of Science in South Carolina. Uh, let's see. Uh, in um, uh, Robert Stryker, Ted Hayes Stryker, Robert Ted Stryker Hayes, sorry, uh, voiced the Iron Man in the 1990s TV cartoon series. Did not know that. Robert Hayes, who played Ted Stryker, was married to Sherry Curry, who was the lead singer of The Runaways in the 1990s, which is kind of bizarre. And uh, Airplane is the fourth highest grossing movie of, of 1980 in the United States, the highest grossing comedy in history. I guess what beat it? That, I did not know this. I couldn't have figured this out. Airplane was the highest grossing comedy in history until a movie that also came out in the 80s that knocked him off the perch. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. You believe that? I, I find I can't. I'm amazed. I, I would have thought Airplane was way more tickets sold than Ghostbusters. But not true. Ghostbusters set the record for the highest grossing comedy. Now, I, whether that's still true, I don't know. That, that was several years ago. But anyway, uh, Airplane, one of the great movies of all time, is officially 35 years old next month. At 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. And in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, where I have been with my final wife, a beautiful place to be, although the beaches have really harsh uh, sea um, uh, tides on them most of the places, but it's a gorgeous part of territory. A Canadian woman was on an excursion with some other passengers to go whale watching right outside the resort city of Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And that's when a gray whale jumped into the boat and killed her. Yeah. The 45-year-old woman was with friends on the Baja California Peninsula whale watching cruise when a huge whale jumped out of the water, landed on the boat filled with 24 people, and killed a woman. And hurt some others. Didn't sink the boat? Didn't sink the boat. 
I wonder if there's video somewhere. It doesn't say anything on this, but, you you know, with cell phones, somebody have got to capture it. That Ron Howard movie is coming out this uh, summer in the heart of the uh, sea, the Essex, the story of the oh, Mo- I don't know they that based one. Moby Dick on. A, really? Of a whale ramming a ship and sinking it. So this has I, happened. If Ron Howard's doing it, it's going to be a great movie. Oh, the guy who plays Thor, Chris, yeah, he's, he's in it. Is that yeah. right? No yeah. kidding. Well, I, I'll look forward to that. All right, hold on, Todd. You're coming up here first. It's 2 Batman to Coast Guard. Batman to Coast Guard. There is a drifting <laughs> submarine two miles east of Sandy Nose Lightship. It's filled with human jetsam. <laughs> Old chum. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home like on it. News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr, and now here's your host asking the burning question. Is it wrong for a man to invite another man over to his place to watch Jeff Gordon highlights, even if those highlights have nothing to do with NASCAR? No, I don't think so. And I put it to you. Now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Daryl, 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 Daryl Strawberry's 53 today. And the other night at a Hornets game in Charlotte, a lady and her girlfriend were looking at doing anything other than the ball game, looking at their cell phones when she got hit in the face with a ball. <laughs> Clam right in a knocker. Anyway, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. All righty, we have a listener, Bill, has sent us a joke, a sports joke. All right, sir. Uh, what's Bruce Jenner's new name? Bruce Jenner's new name, I don't know, sir. Les Johnson. L- ah. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, your Atlanta Braves yes. play tonight against the Mets. Oh. How about those Mets? <laughs> Don't start with me. Those, with me on those. It stops. That's funny. Our, we have a computer system that does whatever the hell it wants. But. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is sponsored by the Pete Davis School for Wayward Women. Excellent, excellent. Uh, to quote Bad the, girl, get to my room. <laughs> yeah, <bad girl>. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the great songwriter Dave Evans, Get out of Denver, baby, yeah. Oh. Your first place Atlanta Hawks couldn't wait to get out of Colorado after losing to the Nuggets last night. Oh. was not pretty. No. Not pretty. The Falcons signed former Washington receiver Leonard Hankerson, likely as replacement for Harry Douglas. They're also pursuing free agent defensive end Derek Morgan, who played at Georgia Tech, and linebacker Fulton Kuykendall. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Moving on. Also, uh, we, we're not getting any big names. Is it just well, salary okay. cap money? Well, they're they're taking. He's taking his time. He's building his team, brick by yeah. brick. But just, I, I mean, we, who's the, uh, the Dallas Texans or Dallas Cowboys just Dallas made a huge <laughs> Texans <laughs> just made a huge thing too. Yeah, supposedly Demarco Murray's going to the Eagles. I can't believe they let him go. Well, they have to. They have no money for yeah, him. I guess. Anyway, and the, he's kind of a troublemaker too. So. Supposedly, uh, you've heard of Black Eyes. Black eyes, yeah, I know yeah. a lot of black eyes. Oh, oh black uh, ice, all right, black yeah. ice. What's the best way to fight black eyes? I don't know, sir. Black sand. Black sand. That's right, it's black on black ice fight. Boston is having a record snow season, baseball season right around the corner, so to get the white stuff off the field at Fenway, they're spreading black sand over the snow line. Why would they do that? Black sand? Black I sand. don't know. Two tons of it. It's melted 30 inches of the snow because it holds the sun's rays. Oh, that's right. Black attracts colors. Even uh, black when attracts it's freezing, heat. Yeah. it'll start melting it because it's holding it. And the green monster is doing the same thing by reflecting the heat onto the snow. No kidding. It's amazing. Wow. Science. Cool. Right? That's that's cool. Makes it, yeah, white reflects and, and black brings in. 
Well, gray monster's green. That well, dark color. Any dark color uh, does not reflect as much as a white color. So even though it's dark green, it would help not much. It's black. Thank you very much. White monster. If you're opening, it's Mr. Science. <laughs> if you're opening up your own restaurant, shouldn't you be able to use your own name on the title? I would think you would, yes. Well, not if your name is Tiger Woods. Oh. And you're not the golfer slash stripper enthusiast. Uh, Tiger Woods of Jupiter, Florida says Nike owns the name Tiger Woods and won't give permission to use it. In fact, Tiger Woods, not the golfer, had to get permission just to use the name in his press release. You mean there's a guy, Tiger Woods? Yeah. Or yeah. Who's not the golfer, Tiger right. Woods, and he wants to open a restaurant called Tiger, Tiger Woods? Woods. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I could change my name to Waldorf Astoria and try to open a hotel, too. But, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> Do you have any reservations? <laughs> yeah, I call myself, you know, the Car- Ritz Carlton. Uh, good evening, Ritz Carlton reporting. <laughs> Well, in the past week, I've told you about two culinary delights you can eat at Arizona ballparks and raceways, like the churro dog. Well, if you're in Appleton, Wisconsin, home of the Harry Houdini Museum, you can now clamp your molars down on a Big Mother Funnel Burger. Big Mother Funnel Funnel Burger. Burger. Yeah. At the Wisconsin Timbler Rattlers game, the Class A baseball team unveiled, here it is, a funnel cake bacon cheeseburger. Oh, my God. Now, I love funnel cakes, but not when you put a bacon cheeseburger in the middle of a cake. It wouldn't hold it. It would burst right through. Oh, my God. It would be like the Kool-Aid guy coming oh, through the wall. Oh, man. Oh, they can't... also have the grilled cheese bacon cheeseburger. Well, no, that's a different story. Yeah, you had me. That's a cheese. whole difference. Yeah, you had to get grilled. I think you got me right there. Yeah. And now your World Cup of Cricket update. All right, sir. Oh, wait, let's see. The South African blood diamond weasel ticklers. <laughs> I don't think that's. Beat the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Wait, that can't be no, right. No, that's not right. Oh, on second thought, they beat UAE. Not, oh, United Arab yeah, Emirates. Yeah, not UAB. <laughs> B would be. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. tonight, the Bangladesh pot-banging curry stench cookers, <laughs> stench cookers. take on the New Zealand We're Not Australians kiwi fruit. <laughs> then the England lime-sucking smelly orphans <laughs> play Afghanistan's 5th century dwelling wife goat beater. <laughs> Not true. Who's favorite in that little contest? <laughs> Thank you, Pete. Two twenty-three, and it's only the Kibber on News Radio one hundred six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. And what a surprise for Maria Layton in London, who uh, was looking for some food for her little daughter, six-year-old daughter. When uh, the mother, a 43-year-old mom, spotted what looked like a cocoon inside a banana. So she discovered that her bananas, in fact, were infested with deadly Brazilian spiders. Her husband had bought them at a chain store. The Brazilian spider, the Greek name, is murderous. They're so aggressive, they have the most toxic venom in the world. They and listen to what they cause. Death, among other things. If you get bit by one of these things, it'll kill you. But if you're a guy, you'll be dying with a four-hour-long from 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 from. Yeah, your from 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 is is four hours. Yeah, you see a doctor, and then you die. So I'm not sure whether they can wipe the smile off your face, but either way, apparently the spiders are active at night. They walk across the jungle floor, but they hide inside banana plants during the day, and apparently these bananas came from Brazil, and they're covered with deadly Brazilian spider eggs. Blah! Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Thank you! 
And then, hold on, Todd, I'll get right to you. In Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, a drunk guy named Maurice Franklin was jumping around into traffic. Cops showed up to try to get him to stop. He was clearly drunk or whacked out on booze or drugs or something. He's slurring his words. He was walking erratically, he said, to avoid stepping in some dog dew on the sidewalk. That's why he was skipping around the dog dew. So the police said, no, nah, I don't think that's right. Come over here, sir. And he said, oh, yeah, watch me now. And he laid down and rolled in the dog dew. <laughs> he rolled in the dog dew and says, yeah, you can't arrest me now because I'm covered with dog dew. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Click. And went the handcuffs. Yeah, he's in jail. <laughs> that, I have a question. That never works, yes. If the doctor comes to you and says, I'm sorry, you've got four hours to live. Yeah. Will you hand me that banana? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I know right where I'm going, too. <laughs> I know right where I'm heading. Uh, here's Todd real fast on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Todd. News break lines are coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Hi, Todd. Hey, I just want to call about the uh, Eric Holder's uh, report on Ferguson yes, and sir. those officers that were shot. Yes, sir. Um, I've spent some time in City of Atlanta traffic court, uh -huh. and I guarantee you if they applied those same standards to the City of Atlanta, they would have worse statistics about minority tickets and fines and things like that. You know, because whenever I'm there, I mean, it's like 99% brothers down there. You know, so is Atlanta a, a racist uh, police force run by a black mayor and a black yeah. city council, et cetera? And a black and, everything here, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, if they applied those standards to Detroit or Washington or Atlanta, Miami, Chicago, they'd find the exact same statistics in terms of incarceration, et cetera. So it, it's just a whitewash because they couldn't convict the officer regarding Michael Brown. Yeah. And, you know, they've already killed two officers in New York in revenge of Michael Brown. That's right. You know, when, when is this garbage going to stop? You're, Todd, you're yeah. absolutely right. I'm so glad you, you brought it up and said it, and, it, and it's an absolute, uh, absolute truth. Absolute truth. And I blame Eric Holder and Putty Tat and Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson for causing this kind of venomous, vicious violence toward police officers. Newsbreaker lines coming up shortly on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer 227. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Man, that Kimmer guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place. Hi. I'm Arnold Palmer, hey, Arnold. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes. is brought to you by the new Tiger Woods Restaurant. Oh. Be sure to try the club sandwich <laughs> with a side order of teeth. <laughs> and now, here's your host, for the time being, Kim Peterson. All right, now, wait a second. Hold everything. <laughs> ah! Where the, where's my hair? Ah, where's my thing? Here we go. <laughs> Mercy. Sorry there. Now, this is way before our time. But if you're a, and again, jazz is not really music. Jazz is people struggling to find the right note. But if you phony jazz listeners probably recognize saxophone player Bird Parker, Charlie Bird Parker. He died in New York of heart failure on this day in 1955. He was only 34 years old. Charlie Bird Parker was the inventor of bebop. Which is what you call this. This stuff. Charlie Bird Parker. Bebop. Alula. Actor Courtney B. Vance is 55 years old. Liza Minnelli, 69 years old today. 
And uh, Franklin Roosevelt delivered the first of his fireside chats on this day in 1933, telling Americans what was being done to deal with the nation's collapsing economy after the uh, crash of 1929. And for years, he gave, uh, for months afterward, he gave 30 radio addresses to tell people everything's going to be fine and we'll do it. Right we now. have the B-side of uh, that record. Oh, you the just B-side played. of Charlie Bird? Here it is right now. Yeah, B-side. Here it is. Charlie Hey ho, hey, 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 and don't call me Shirley. Well, we were talking about some of the characters and some of the interesting events of the past. I just got a great email. It's a Facebook uh, or, or an email, uh, text or Facebook, s- Facebook uh, Kimmer Show Facebook page. Hello, Kimmer. In regards to your comments about Leslie Nielsen, it's true. He carried a fart machine with him. Years ago at a celebrity golf tournament in Tampa, my dad was skydiving into the beginning of the tournament. My sister and I were 19 and 18 at the time, helping us ground crews for the jump. We approached Leslie Nielsen for a photograph. And, or an autograph, I guess, and my sister snapped the camera. He fired off the fart machine behind my back. <laughs> and so she says, the photo shows only my nostrils and mouth wide open because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> when he took the picture, he hit the fart machine button. And, and Leslie Nielsen had a huge smile on his face, fond memories. And it's from my former skydive Kimmer babe, Andrea. I went skydiving with it. Got got Wayne, no offense, and me to go skydiving on my wedding anniversary. Where's the photo? Yeah, no pics didn't happen. Anyway, Andrea, it's good, uh, great to hear from you. I can't, that's been, what a map. God, that was, God, 1995, maybe? Wow. Two, 98? I don't remember. It was a long time. It was on my an- wedding anniversary. And uh, Wayne and I went, went uh, tandem jump skydiving. Man, was that an experience. Holy Smokes. Anyway, thank you, Andrew, for the update. And that's true. We had a little fun with those guys. All right, we got your calls coming up. And uh, oh, wait a second. We have a uh, special uh, late live edition of the old uh, Newsmaker line here for a second on uh, the uh, News Radio 1067 with the camera. Let's see who's on the line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Oh, Mr. Heston. Well, sir. I haven't been following the news. What's the deal with this latest Hillary flap? Well, the Hillary flap on the emails. I thought she got liposuction for that. Oh, the fl- no flap, sir, was not. <laughs> not. Oh, it's completely <laughs> different. Never mind. It was emails, not fat, sir. Flappy. You see where Costco's going to stop selling all meat treated with antibiotics? All meat treated with antibiotics. Yeah, from now on, they're just going to sell diseased meat. So <laughs> be sure to pick up some of that gangrene ground chuck over there and. <laughs> The trichinosis T-bone's pretty good, too, you know. The salmonella croquettes are a big seller over there at Costco, where they hide all the conservative books, so screw them. Oh, by the way, do you know the catch of the day over at Costco? Well, what's that, sir? Hepatitis C. Thank you very much. Thank Little you. Little later on the rim shot, yes, John sorry. Boy. <laughs> Yeah, boy, I tell you one thing there, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. That Will Ferrell's going to be showing all of his talents off on the baseball field. It's funny, he's never done that on a movie screen before, a TV set or a theater stage. 
You know, when I fly, I always carry a DVD of Will Ferrell and the Bewitched movie. Now, why is that, sir? I... Well, what are the odds of two bombs on the same plane? And... <laughs> Thank you. By the way, thanks for asking. <laughs> now it's time for a visitor from the east. Yes. <laughs> Turn out the magnificent. The magnificent. Cover me on this one. The answer is Shania Twain. Shania Twain. How would Barbara Walters let Shania know that Amtwack is a wife? <laughs> I told you to cover me. Hey, Shania, the Twain, the Twain. <laughs> a, a twack number four. <laughs> the answer is. Puppy love. Puppy love. Describe John Boy dating younger. <laughs> Thank you. Full grown. <laughs> One in a million. One in a million. How many of those Ferguson protesters are missing work? <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The last envelope. Oh, the last. Well, thank God, Paul. May your only son become a Senate page and bend over backwards for Senator Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, work really hard. <laughs> yes, Factory Whistles and the Rock 100 Morning Show. Factory Whistles and the Rock 100 Morning Show. Name two things that start blowing at 6 a.m. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much, Mr. Eston. Yeah, they love to pick on the Kimmer over there. So we have a little fun back with them just for the fun of it. Uh, News Radio 1067, 844 1067. Here's Irwin on News Radio 106.7. How's it going, Irwin? Kimmer, you know, I usually I usually agree with you, buddy, on just about everything you say. But, but the newsbreaker line really got under my skin today because I worked for Costco for 13 years, <laughs> and we only sell USDA ground beef. Okay. No painting. <laughs> so we have to revise that, okay? Okay, we'll stand corrected. In fact, when we go to Costco, ask for Irwin. How about that? Irwin <laughs> Mall of Georgia. Yes, sir. There you Thanks. go. All right, All right Irvin. Semper five, man. Nice to talk to you. Good to have you aboard. 844-404-1067. And Stan, my official, unofficial black guy. How's it going, Stanley? All right, Kim. How you doing? We're doing great. Welcome aboard, sir. I, I beg to differ with you on that uh, uh, opinion of, of the only true American musical art form. Yes, sir. Which is jazz. <laughs> well, oh, it's good. not really music. It's kind of fumbling for the right note, isn't it? Trying to find it. That's your opinion. Yeah. It's an improvisational art form, and a lot of it is improvised music. Some of them are classically trained musicians. Well, I find it hard to believe, sir. I mean, there's only seven notes. How do you can screw up seven lousy notes? I mean, come on. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti. I mean, that's it. I mean, how can you mess it up so bad? Can't find a note. It's right there. My God, there's only seven of them. Hey, I, I would, it would suffice to say your master is not in music, I would think. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I got to go. You're killing me, Stanley. All right, 242. I rarely met a girl who's such a potent argument in favor of international relations. 
<laughs> Said the Sheikh of Araby to the girl from Ohio. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, I got it. I got it. <laughs> we didn't do the joiner. That's why I was waiting for you to do the joiner. I was going to fix it. No, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, here we go. 247. I don't, it's all right. It's no big deal. It's only the kicker. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I got a little early today. I don't know whether you heard that Eric Holder has now come out with a statement saying uh, it's too bad those two cops weren't killed last night. And it's only he thinks it's only fair that from now on we're going to have to donate police vests and higher uh, caliber firepower to the citizens of Ferguson because it isn't fair for only the police to have bulletproof vests. So, so when they get in gunfights in the future, Eric Holder wants to make it a little more fair. We should have known this was his attitude. Here's a list of some of Eric, Eric Holder's fake email nicknames he uses to bypass the federal government so he doesn't have to keep anything on file. Uh, Eric Holder email nicknames, uh, uh, TupacDeadForSure.org, <laughs> WhatItIs.com, uh, HRAPMyBrownie.gov, BlackStickOfJustice.org, Excuse me while I whip this out.gov, Hey, where are the white women at? at .org, moving on up to the east side.gov, and JemimaYamama.com, Uncle Ben's ConvertThis.org, He's a Bad Mother Watch Your Mouth.com, OTay.gov, and Sammy Davis Junior coming up for .gov here with Eric Holder. All his email nicknames on News Radio 1067. How about a newsbreak line? He's on there. Good afternoon. Gimmer, you know who I am. <laughs> Apparently, John Boy doesn't, but you know who <laughs> I, know I am. We know who you are now, sir. It's... <laughs> Heisenberg. <laughs> I'm not in danger, John Boy. That podcast is in danger. If you don't... <laughs> <laughs> and you're making news, Mr. Walter White, here from uh, Breaking Bad. You know, they're copying your little pizza stunt, apparently, in Albuquerque. Oh, Vince Gilligan's furious. People keep throwing pizzas on the roof of my old house in Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. I don't even live there anymore. It's downright dangerous, Kimmer. It's I mean, dangerous? Yeah. Well, Nancy Grace keeps showing up trying to shimmy up to the roof. She can hurt herself. You know what I mean? I mean, these fans, they just get carried away, Kimmer. Yes, they do. I cannot tell you yes, the sir. number of times some crazy fan has snuck into Kurt Cobain's old house and put a pizza on the ceiling, and I have no idea. No! <laughs> just for the memories <laughs> oh, why they would do such a thing you know <laughs> what is that anchovies come on <laughs> oh by the way congratulations on the new sponsor oh new sponsor yeah this portion of the kim peterson show <laughs> is brought to you by dial soap it's what Eric Holder uses when he gets blood on his hands. <laughs> Next time you cause a cop shooting, reach for dial soap. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Eric Holder. Well, I guess I can't do any of my uh, aliases because everyone, right? What is every, I guess every alias. Uh, well, we've done every single alias that has ever been known to be done by man for Eric Holder. There's no other aliases left. That's every you single one. You are wrong I... again, oh bituminous breath. <laughs> I am wrong again. You mean there are more? I there, there are more. I can't believe it. Is Doc here tonight? <laughs> Eric Holder also goes by Murder Insider at StirUpRacialTension.net. You did not know that. It was not on your list. It's not on my list. <laughs> oh, barnacle breath. <laughs> Gunrunner at ourmexicandrugdealers.com. You did not have <laughs> did that not one. I did not have that one. <laughs>
Uh, Crack staff has also found some Hillary Clinton aliases. Oh, Hillary's, eh, really? Thunder thighs at Hungry Hippo U.S. was not on your list. <laughs> Illegitimate child bearer at webhubble.com. <laughs> and one alias I really don't understand, oh great one. Yes, sir. Good morning, ladies at SorryCharlie.net. <laughs> what exactly does that mean? <laughs> Good morning, ladies. You know, I had no idea, Kimmer, that uh, Hillary was such a fan of Australian beer. Australian beer? I, I didn't hear her. Well, I heard she's been known to knock down a foster or two. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be on the show. Thank you so much, Walter White. Walter White. Right here. <laughs> you know who I am, I but know. John Boy has no idea, you know? <laughs> Well, you ought to be on the podcast. Well, there was a time I had to mention his own name four times. It was a time to squeeze me in, you know. But I'm not bitter. No, anything. not too bitter. Walter White right here. Heisenberg. Yeah, look out. 251. On News Radio 106.7. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. True story. Another news break line coming up, too. First, a true story. Four guys going on the same fishing trip for years and years. Two days before the group, Sam's wife puts her foot down, tells him he's not going. Sam's fishing mates are just upset as they can be. What can they do? Two days later, the three get to go camping to find Sam sitting there with a tent already set up and the firewood gathered, dinner cooking on the fire, having a cold beer. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He said, wow, Sam, how long you been here? How'd you talk your missus into letting you go? So, well, it was easy. I've been here since last night. Yesterday evening, I was sitting in my living room chair. My wife came up behind me, put her hands over my eyes, and asked, Guess who? Well, I pulled my hands off, and there she was, wearing only a sheer nighty. She took my hand and pulled me into the bedroom. The room had candles and rose petals all over. She's been reading that book, Fifty Shades of Grey. She saw the movie. So on the bed, she had handcuffs and ropes. Told me to tie her up, handcuff her to the bed, and I did. And she said, do whatever you want. So here I am in the fishing trip. <laughs> nice wifey. What a nice wifey. How about another news break line? See you just for the kick. See you later. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Cameron. Let me be clear. Uh-oh. If the hangman you... likes his siding doctor, she can keep... <laughs> his wife can keep the siding doctor. I think it doesn't make a difference whether he likes it or not. But <laughs> They got a new slogan over there, oh, you know? A new slogan? I didn't hear. We leave a new roof on your house and a smile on your missus' face. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Barack Obama. Barack Obama. And what I approve that joke. Oh, my. Hey, Kimmer, have you yeah. heard the uh, latest skinny on Harrison Ford? No, what's the latest? Well, her name is Callista Flockhart. Oh. <laughs> the latest skinny. <laughs> the latest. <laughs> you know, Michelle and I. Yes, sir. You know, we weren't surprised by that Harrison Ford plane crash. Really? I mean, as you all know, Kimmer, yeah. when you get older, it's harder and harder to keep it in the air. <laughs> That's you know the <laughs> pilots everywhere. Are... <laughs> Maybe from now on, Harris should treat pre- the plane with Cialis. I don't know. <laughs> Just an idea. Yeah, you know, I didn't realize that uh, <laughs> Mayor Kasim Reed went out to California and visited Harrison Ford. He visited him. I didn't hear about that. Well, I heard he got banged up. I mean, it's <laughs> 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 the due date. Must have been it. I have my own attorney general, yeah. Eric Holder, yeah. is reconsidering his resignation. He says, Barack, I don't want to leave. Oh, no. Apparently, Holder was so encouraged by the news yesterday, he wants to come up with some more phony, misleading statistics that will hopefully lead to more cop shooting. So <laughs> there you go. I knew he had a plan. <laughs> no, seriously. Yes. I, Barack Obama, predict yeah. Yeah. that Eric Holder yeah. will fess up, tell the truth, and admit to the American people yeah. 
that that minority arrest record in Ferguson is actually lower than the national average. Kimmer, he's going to do that right after your picture goes up on the homepage of the station website. <laughs> I'm <laughs> predicting that today. Well, they're, trying, the Kimmer, they're trying to attract listeners, not scare them <laughs> off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you make a good point. I do have a point. One more thing. Yes, sir. A lot of people are saying that I'm behind this Hillary email thing. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Really? You're not? That I'm trying to throw Hillary under the bus. I would never do a thing like that to a poor defenseless bus. I mean, can you imagine (laughs) the fire damage? Hell, the shocks will go through the roof. (laughs) Very good point. I mean, it's not my fault Hillary can contradicts herself about the number of devices she owns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I first met her, she carried two devices, a Smith & Wesson <laughs> for personal use and a 38 Special to drop next to the body in the park. <laughs> Everybody needs a throwdown. It was a simpler time. You know, you could just... <laughs> Let me be clear. Yes, Thank you so much, President of these United States. <laughs> look out. Yeah, see you in the ninth hole. That's what I was saying. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Greg, our uh, boss and the news team, will join you at 3 o'clock. And then uh, tomorrow morning, we do it on. on fr- um, by the way, tomorrow is Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody have anything about Friday the 13th at all? I got a ticket Seriously? Once. You got a ticket once for Friday the 13th? Not Friday the 13th? No. Nah. Yeah, I don't think it's so. That. But I'm not coming in, so if you don't mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I didn't use that joke. Anyway, no, it's all to the care. I look out. It's uh, 256, so coming up news and uh, the actual respectability people here on News Radio 1067 with the camera show. On News Radio. Oh, my, my ear bleeding son of a. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.